morning, everybody. Morning. Welcome to this morning's service, led by Karen. It's so lovely to have you back, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just a few notices. Um, the funeral of Garen Bear will take place here next Wednesday, 4th of May at 1.30. An advance notice at the Wellness Community Cafe on the May the 11th and 12th, there's going to be a plant swap. So if you've grown too many plants and would like to swap them with others who've done the same, why not come along and join us? Uh, someone forgot to put the Easter offering envelopes out on Easter Sunday. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> better late than never. They're out today. So there's a collection plate where the hymn books are stored. If you want to put it in there on the way out or bring it next week and put it in with the collection. I think that's it so far. So we'll open now with a, a short time of prayer. God of grace, we open our hearts, minds and souls to worship you. Thank you that today we dwell in your kingdom and live in your presence. Thank you that as we gather together, we join with all Christians across the world to glorify your name. Come, be with us, inspire us, and lead us in our time together. Amen. Thank you, Desley. What a joy it is to be back among you all. It has been a long time coming. I have missed you all so much. Finally, thank you all for your cards, emails, flowers, but most of all for your prayers. And I would really value them continuing as I progress on my journey to recovery. Thank you, too, for allowing me the privacy to recover facing all these different challenges that I've had. And over the next month, I'm on reduced hours, and we'll be increasing them slowly depending on um, how I am and what I'm told I'm allowed to do. <laughs> um, my superintendent is being very uh, protective and ensuring my uh, progress is like this and not like that. <laughs> However... I don't want you to feel you can't contact me. It just means that I have to plan when I can speak or uh, come and see you because I have to fit them in within the hours and the times that I've got. So please don't feel you can't contact me, but be aware that I might not be able to speak or see you immediately. But I do know that you've been very supportive of each other and also will continue to be so. And I've been very keen since my sabbatical to share my project with you all. And I've actually now arranged two dates. One evening here at Bamber Bridge on May the 28th, and the other an afternoon at Christ Church on July the 16th. And both of which are going to be open to anyone across the circuit as well as the churches. But the dates and everything will be publicised a bit nearer the time. So, today is Easter 3, the third Sunday of Easter. And our normal response um, would be, uh, at this time, 
When I say, Alleluia, Christ is risen, you respond, he is risen indeed, Alleluia. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed, And we come to our call to worship now. You have turned our sadness into joy. We worship you, O God. You have restored us to life. We worship you, O God. You have turned our mourning into dancing. We worship you, O God. Let us pray. Creator God, you have made us in your image, part of your wonderfully diverse creation, fragile and yet fantastic in your eyes. Be present with us today and in all we think and say and do. Meet us and remake us, shape our hearts and minds that the pattern of our lives may better reflect your life. Amen. And I can feel that praise rising and we're going to sing that now. Uh, Number 64 from Singing the Faith. Praise is rising.
We come now to our prayer of adoration. Let us pray. Father of loving mercy, you sent your son, Jesus, to show us the way. We lift our hearts full of adoration. Son of loving grace, Lord of renewal, we lift our hearts full of adoration. Holy Spirit, our loving helper and guide through the varied patterns of life, we lift our hearts full of adoration. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we lift our hearts full of adoration. Now I'm going to hand over to Kath for our All Age Talk. Thank you. Here we have a net. We have a net used to do some fishing. Our story today is all about some fishermen who went fishing. Here, can you hold that one in? Hello. Can you hold that for the other one? Thank <laughs> you. 
feed my sheep, said Jesus. I tell you, I tell you, when you were young, you went where you wanted to, but when you grow old, someone else will take you where you don't want to go. And after this, Jesus simply said, follow me. Now then, our next is empty. But just around here, there's some, I'll find one for you, some of these that like can you find some eggs? Yeah. Thank you very much, Catherine and Violet. Um, if, you want to, if you want to look up that Bible reading for yourselves, uh, you'll find it in John chapter 21, verses 1 to 19. And that's the theme of our, our service today. We're just going to have a prayer now, a prayer of confession. So uh, we're nearly given out the hearts. Okay, let's pray. Lord of life, we come to you now and sit in the warmth of your love, just as the disciples sat with you by the fire on the shore. We say sorry, Lord, for all the times we've knowingly done wrong. We say sorry for all the times we've failed to recognise you or your hand on us. In silence, 
we bring before you all that we are sorry for. All-powerful, all-seeing, all-knowing creator, we offer up these prayers seeking forgiveness and restoration. Amen. And as a response to that prayer, do you love the Lord? Yes, we love the Lord. Do you love the Lord? Yes, we love the Lord. Do you love the Lord? Then be assured that past wrongs are burnt on the coals of his love, forgiven and forgotten. Glory be to God. Amen. And the last thing that Jesus said to Peter on that occasion was, Come, follow me. And it's the same thing he says to us every day. Will you come and follow me? We sing number 673. Let's pray. Thank you, Creator God, that everything that we have comes from you. Accept these gifts and the money paid directly into the bank, along with our talents and times, to be used in your service. We pray a special blessing on all the children and young people 
that they may continue to grow in knowledge and love of you. Amen. I wonder if you can remember a time when you've let someone down badly. Maybe it was a failure of something you promised to do but never did. Or perhaps you feel completely ashamed of something you've done. Or maybe, possibly, you've been caught talking negatively or telling lies about someone and somehow they've got to find out or overheard you. Then suddenly, you are face to face with the person you've badly betrayed or let down. This is where Peter is emotionally at. Not only hath his world been turned upside down with Jesus' presence, death and resurrection, Worst of all, he's living with the fact that he denied knowing Jesus, not just once, but three times. And he's living with the knowledge that Jesus knows. When our way of life was turned upside down with coronavirus, the yearning of most people was to get back to life how it was and how it used to be before the pandemic. And this is what Peter does. He goes back to the life that he knew before Jesus, that of fishing, and some of the other disciples join him. But I've often wonder if on that long night of fishing as he was on the boat, did he sit and think about all that had happened? The life of Jesus that he knew. The so-called trial of Jesus and the subsequent flogging his gruesome death on the cross, Peter's own denials of Jesus, but also, shockingly, amazingly, mysteriously, Jesus appearing in a locked room and disappearing at will, yet in a real but resurrected body, appearing not just to the disciples but others as well. Then, as Peter and the other disciples return in the early hours of dawn, They headed to the shore with nothing but empty nets. Then a shout out to cast their nets to the other side of the boat. And what a whopper of a catch they caught. As soon as John recognised it was the Lord, Peter, as impetuous as ever, was off like an eager beaver out of that boat, splashing through the water to reach Jesus. Now Peter is face to face with Jesus again yet still carrying the pain of his denials. On the beach, Jesus is providing breakfast. He's the host. He's providing the hospitality. He's made the fire. He's got the bread. He told the disciples where to find the fish and was cooking it for them. Then the invitation, come and eat. Jesus took the bread and the fish and gave it to them, as he'd done many times before. I wonder, did this meal remind them of the last supper that Jesus had eaten with them, when he talked of his body being the bread and his blood being the wine? 
Soon we too will be invited to share in the Lord's Supper, where again Jesus is the host. It's his provision and it's his invitation to come and share in this sacrament. We often use the word sacrament, but let's just take a moment to revisit what this sacrament is. Malcolm Geit, in his book, Word in the Wilderness, states that a sacrament is an outward and visible sign of an invisible grace. It's a sign of God's redemptive love reaching us in Christ, from the cleansing water of baptism to the breaking and sharing of bread and wine. The word communion means a coming together as one. The word companion means one with whom bread is shared. And as Christians, holy communion is celebrated sacramentally, a meal in which people come together to share the sacred bread. This is a celebration of the potential in humankind to be transformed into a new and eternal reality which Jesus begins here and now on earth in our own lives, in our homes, our communities and in nations. After Peter had shared in this meal with Jesus, he's asked, do you love me? Not once, but three times. Peter's being reminded of his three denials. And Peter's final, and I imagine exasperated response is, you know everything. You know that I love you. And each time Peter's given an instruction, feed my lambs, tend my sheep, feed my sheep. And Jesus' final request is to follow him. Jesus has given and provided everything Peter needs to do all of that. It's Peter's mission to go out and do this. Just as he caught Jesus' love in his heart, he needs to pass that love on to others to feed them God's unconditional love available to all through Christ. I've been so pleased to hear how the wellness Community Cafe is doing so well and how it's been growing in so many ways. At that first church council when we discussed the vision of the cafe, I said for our mission after the pandemic, we needed to do one thing and to do it really well. And this was to be the hub that connected all our other work to reach others. Our church and the Wellness Community Cafe are signs of this eternal hospitality offered to us, not only by God, but also through our friends and companions, which in turn is offered to all by us, and especially to those whose needs we become aware of. Margaret Silf, in her book, Sacred Spaces, talks of seasons of companionship that run through our lives like golden threads, There's no time in life in which we don't yearn for the intimacy of true friendship and a sense of belonging. And we find this intimacy as we gathered round our sacred spaces and especially around the Lord's table. It is this that brings us life and nourishes our continuing growth 
into who we really are. It's Jesus Christ's hospitality and provision for us that builds and nourishes us. Our well-being relies on having that sacred or safe space, nourishment both physically and spiritually, as well as time to reflect on who we are and what we desire. Is it time to say, you know that I love you, Lord? And then that response, then feed my sheep and tend them. Just as Peter was challenged and instructed to feed the lambs, tend and care for the sheep, and to feed the sheep, we too are called to carry with us the spark of eternity, Christ's unconditional love and grace through all of creation and to kindle more and more of the fire of God by touching all of creation and all creatures, us included, with love. This is the effect of true communion that we share. In creating sacred spaces, we give each other a safe space when we listen to each other's deep-felt experience with respect and without judgment. We nourish each other when we share our common ground and when we give to each other the warmth of encouragement and affirmation and the sunlight of positive regard and genuine affection. We give each other time for becoming who we really are when we acknowledge none of us is a finished product and the growth and maturing of each of us is being profoundly affected by the attitudes of all of us. This is the same task Peter was given and that Jesus gives us and with the same request to follow him. Now, something practical. To help us think about this, if you're able, I'd like you to bring your two hands together slowly, allowing only the fingertips to touch at first. This level of connection reflects the everyday interactions we have with each other. Our individual lives remain separate, like two hands, but there's some fingertip contact in our dealings with each other. Now, press your fingers slowly together, closer together, and allow them to touch all the way down to your knuckles. This takes much more effort It can create tension and make your hands feel tired. Learning to come closer to each other can also be difficult and demanding. The two hands want to spring away from each other and be their separate entities. But finally, allow your two hands to come together completely like a child in prayer until your palms are flat against each other. The tension's gone. The position now feels more natural. And there's even a feeling of each hand supporting each other. Holding each other up. Yet your hands are still two separate parts of your body. But they've come together in a gesture of oneness. At this point it becomes very obvious that the two parts are of one body. When your hands come together as one, transfer the pressure to your wrists and let your hands spread outwards. 
again joined at the wrist but open in a gesture of offering. This is the point where our realisation of our bedrock oneness together can move on to becoming a genuine sharing and giving of the bread and wine of our own lives to companions on the way and to all that are hungering and thirsting in the world around us. Your sharing in Holy Communion every time you recognise your deep kinship with another heart. Encouraged, nourished, strengthened, and in some degree transformed by this communion, we move on in our pilgrimage, ready to face new thresholds of challenge and change. Let us pray. Lord, like the disciples, we don't always recognise you. Like the disciples, we need to be transformed by you. Help us to live and be more like you, Lord Jesus. Amen. And now Kath's going to lead us in our prayers of intercession. First of all, is there anybody that anybody's got... Um, Anybody that needs to, to have special prayers this morning or any situations that we want to think especially about? Two, sorry, Wendy first and then Linda. Yeah. Linton, yeah. Linda? Or is, she, is she home? Is she back? Is she back at home? Yeah, oh, Anybody else or any other situations? Let's pray then. Oh, sorry, Eileen. Millie, yeah. <clears throat> Let's pray. Father God, as we come before you now, we know that you are closer than anybody can ever be. And we open our hearts to you to share in your work as we pray for other people. In this week of local elections, we pray for those standing as candidates and for those who will vote. May truth be tended and integrity fed and the way of Christ be followed. We pray for the people of France for their re-elected president and the forthcoming National Assembly elections, and indeed for all those across the world who are elected to power. May truth be tended and integrity fed, and the way of Christ be followed. We pray for those entrusted with the administration of justice and implementation of policies that affect the lives of millions. We pray for those whose abuse of power leads to the oppression and even deaths of those who speak out. May truth be tended and integrity fed and the way of Christ be followed. We continue to pray for the people of Ukraine, for those hiding in basements, for those living in trenches, for those traumatised by all they've seen, heard and endured. May they encounter your risen presence in the ruins of their lives 
and in the rubble of their cities. We pray for people who feel forgotten as the attention of the world's media moves elsewhere, in Afghanistan, in Syria, the Yemen, Sri Lanka, or the places of war and hunger. May they encounter your risen presence in the ruins of their lives and the rubble of their cities. And we pray for fishermen today, those whose nets are emptied by regulations or climate change, and all who face danger at sea. We pray for our stewardship of the rivers and oceans of the world, that they may be protected from plastic, from all pollution and for all creatures in the oceans and seas. Lord Jesus, may we catch on to your teaching and follow your way and love one another and all creation. We pray for farmers and those who work on the land, for all whose livelihoods are threatened, for compassion in farming practices and for thoughtful planting. And we pray for one another, for those we worship alongside, for those on our hearts and for those we know who are suffering. And we pray especially this morning for Linton, for Audrey and for Millie. Lord Jesus, may we catch on to your teaching, follow your way, and love one another and all creation. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And we pray together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And now to lead us into our communion, we stand together, we sing Jesus Stand Among Us at the Meeting of Our Lives. Number 30 in Singing the Faith.
Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them and did the same with the fish. That's John 21, verse 13. The bread we share is not just the Last Supper. It's also the first breakfast, also the great lunch for 5,000. The bread we break is the risen one, morning, noon, and night, awakening us, strengthening us, giving himself to us. On the beach, he might have said, this is my body risen in you. At Emmaus, he could have said, this is my body transformed in you. Among the 5,000, this is my body multiplied among you. Christ breaks the fast of God's presence. Everything you eat is breakfast. Everything you drink is Christ. It's a new day. And that leads us to our thanksgiving. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Blessing and honour, glory and power are rightly yours, O gracious God. By your creative word, you brought the world to birth. In your generous love, you made the human family, that we might see your glory and live forever in your presence. When we wandered from you in our sin, you sought us with your steadfast love and did not give up us give us up. In the fullness of time, you sent your Son to be our Saviour and Deliverer. Made of flesh and blood, he lived our life and died our death upon the cross. Death could not hold him, and now he reigns at your right hand. Blessing and honour, glory and power are rightly yours, O gracious God. Therefore, with angels and archangels and all the company of heaven, we bless and praise your glorious name, saying, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed indeed is the Lord Jesus Christ, who at supper with his friends took bread and gave you thanks, broke it and gave it to them all and said, take this, all of you, and eat it. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When supper was ended, he took the cup and gave you thanks, gave it to them and said, drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for everyone, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in remembrance of me. Dying, you destroyed our death. Rising, you restored our life. Lord Jesus, come in glory. Therefore, Father, we celebrate this Passover of gladness. 
For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Accept through him, our great high priest, this our sacrifice of praise. Send your Holy Spirit that these gifts of bread and wine may be for us the body and blood of Christ. Gather us who share this feast into the kingdom of your glory, that with all your people in every time and place we may praise and worship you forever through Jesus Christ our Lord. By whom and with whom, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honour and glory are yours, Heavenly Father, now and always. Amen. The things of God for God's holy people. Jesus Christ is holy. Jesus Christ is Lord. Glory to God the Father. We meet the risen Christ in the breaking of bread.
The peace of the risen Christ be always with you. Let us pray. God of our salvation, we thank you for our communion with the risen Christ and with all who love him in earth and heaven. We pray that strengthened by his grace, we may serve you faithfully all our days through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. So, let us build a house where love can dwell. Number 409.
And a big thank you to everyone who's helped in any way to put the service together behind the scenes and those doing parts that you can see. But thank you. It couldn't happen without you. Oh, yes. Yes, do. Bring your fish and show us what you've been working on. Come up to the front. You might just stand up here. This was mainly a rush. It was very ordinary. And then Serena and Violet went a bit... Uh... I, I hope you can see, but the fish is made up of hearts. And this is a very colourful one, reminding us of how diverse we all are. So well done, everyone. Thank you, Arush and Seren and Violet. Okay, that's lovely. Thank you very much. Okay, our final prayer. Send us out, Lord, not perfect creations, but always work in progress. Keep before us the vision of heaven on earth. Show us the way of life that is the pattern of Christ. Fill our hearts with the hope and promise of your ongoing work of transformation in our lives, now and every day. Amen. Amen. We bless one another with the words of the grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all.